Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Well, it's an honor to be here tonight. You may be seated. God just didn't want you sitting through this meeting in pain. Hallelujah. You know, I taught my people back home. You know how a symptom of flu tries to attack your body? Well, learn the symptom of healing. See, you, you know, while, while that healing uh, anointing's in the house, you could, for instance, say you had a bad elbow. Right, and you know when that when that anointing's moving, you felt your elbow, but you still got pain there. You felt something happening there, but you still got pain there. And you're like, man, I didn't get nothing. No, 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 no. That's a symptom of healing. We're we're more we're more accustomed to the symptom of pain and sickness and disease than we are recovering from a symptom of healing. See. So while these, this, this, this camp meeting is going on or while your pastors are teaching you, you know, you can feel uh, a heat come on your head. You can feel a heat come on your stomach or whatever. It, it might be, you might feel something cold. You might feel something. It's a symptom of healing. And just, re, just receive it and say, hey. That thing coming on me. That's good right there. Well, the presence of the Lord's in this house. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Praise the Lord. Uh, just, just a thrill to be with your pastors again and, and being in this house. Uh, it's, it's good to be around people that want the things of God. I've been in churches where they didn't want the things of God. They wanted a form of godliness. But when the power started moving. See, I went to a church there in Kentucky one time. And an old drinking, drugging buddy of mine found out that I was coming to his city. And he called me up, and he said, Philip, I can't get off these drugs. I can't get off this alcohol. I heard what happened to you, and you were crazier than I, I was. But it, here it is. All these years have gone by, and, and you're preaching, and, I'm, and I lost my marriage. I lost my children. I lost my job. I'm living with my mom. I said, come to the meeting. Come to the meeting. He came to that meeting that night with his mom. And he is on every single word. I mean, he had never heard what I was preaching. And he knew me. And he's watching. And, and that night, the Lord had me sharing, uh, teaching out of the word and sharing testimony. 
right? So when it came time for the anointing to be released, his mom, with that religious devil, shook her head and, and, and told him, no, 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 this ain't right, and jerked him out of there. Now see, his deliverance was there that night. He never returned my phone call. Nothing, right? So uh, Jesus said, your traditions have made the word of God of non-effect. I'm glad I'm in a house where the Holy Ghost is welcome. And that's because your pastors want whatever God wants. And see, if they just would get traditional... This, this, this church, you couldn't, this building couldn't hold the people if they would just traditionalize. Calm down. It don't take all that. Especially that prosperity stuff, see? Right? But you better be thankful that you have leadership that's going all the way with Jesus. Amen? Okay. Let me, let, let's get in the Word. You ready? Uh, let's do a real quick review. Go with me to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were here last night. This is, this is our springboard verse, if you will, for this week. John 1, say hallelujah when you're there. In verse 1 it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 11, He came, the Word came unto His own, and His own received not the Word. But as many as received the Word, to them gave He power to become. Now, it says power to become sons of God. In other words, grow up in God, right? And so there's a lot of things in the Word that are joyfully received. It's like, ooh, yeah, look what I found in here, right? You highlighted it, put arrows beside little stars, right? Printed it out, put it on the refrigerator. But then there's some other stuff. You start dealing with it, right? That uh, you need to highlight that thing. You can put no date beside it. And, you, and, and when you read it, you, you kind of like wanted to skip over it. And the Holy Ghost said, where are you going? If you're going to go with me, you better get right back there and read that. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Right? So we're looking at power to become, and particularly how to become rich. Now, last night, I, I told you, you know, uh, people go to medical school to learn how to become a doctor, right? They go to law school to learn how to become a lawyer. Well, you and... Uh, and I, as, as believers in the Lord, are supposed to come into Bible school, 
This is school. Come into Bible school and learn how to become rich. Now, see, I don't have time, you know, for, for your little religious uh, battle that you may be having tonight about, oh, you're talking about rich. Because if you're in this church and been uh, under this mantle, then you shouldn't be struggling with the word rich. Huh. Come on now. So uh, he gives us power to become rich. Now, uh, I was on a 21-day fast here a, a few weeks ago, and on the 16th day of that fast, the Lord told me to teach His people how to become rich. How to become rich. So you've got to be taught. Outside that Babylonian system, outside that worldly borrowing system, how to become rich. And we found out last night and we're going to find out every one of these sessions. I'm going to give you three must. These are the 12 must recipe ingredients on how to become rich. And they'll work on any level. They'll work on any level. No matter how God elevates you, you can always come back to these principles. Matter of fact, you not come back. You need to uh, be, uh, they need to be, instilled in your everyday life be a part of your life see and so uh when we're talking about become we're talking about come to be if any man be in christ he's a new creation old things have passed away behold all things are become new so you and i are living in a becoming new process Right? And, and the thing about it is, uh, it's human nature to stay in what you're used to. Oh, my goodness. When the cell phones came out and all my kids were texting, I'm like, I ain't texting. I'm calling. <laughs> hey, this is Dad. And then I found out. You know, I didn't really need that phone call because now they're asking me all this and when all and I'm on the phone for a half hour where if I'd have just learned how to do this. Now me and Mama Alberta, we text back and forth in the house. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Of course, we got a pretty big house. <laughs> Hallelujah. So last night, I left this out, and and uh, I I didn't I didn't mean to. I just got caught up in last night. But the first session is is this is the title of the first session. You must understand rich. And that is a mind change. You must understand rich. And that requires a mind change. We're talking about how God views rich. Not how the world views rich. How God views rich. See? And how... 
to become rich God's ways. And he lays it out in Scripture. Listen, folks, I, I know you've heard this, but it bears repeating. Uh, Mama Alberta and myself, we, we were making $80,000 tax-free a year uh, over 30 years ago with a month's paid vacation, all of our hospitalization, all of our dental, all of our uh, uniforms, all of our boarding, uh, a room and board and, and, and uh, uh, a 30-day paid vacation uh, anywhere in the world. I mean, and, and, and she's a supervisor. I'm a supervisor. We ain't got nobody, you know, you know all this stuff. We, we, we making some jingle for two dope heads. Right? Now, I know St. Pete, the, 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 the quality, uh, financial quality of living is way beyond what it is there in Kentucky, but everything's relevant. You know, $80,000 for us was big. Right? 30 years ago. Right? Right? Oh, I done located you now, ain't I? I done, I done found St. Pete. And God challenged us to give it all away. Now, folks, you don't do that. An eight-acre farm, four cars, all of our jewelry, all of our money, all of our furniture, all the way down to our pets. You don't, you don't sow all that and not get in the Word of God and find out something. Because we got all kinds of people looking at us thinking we nuts. And there was times we looked at each other and thought we were nuts. Right? What have we done? But God began to teach us. And there, back, in the, back in those days, there weren't uh, the, the, the prosperity teaching available like it is now. So I had to press in. And, and we would preach to each other. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so I learned these must in the first, uh, probably first four years that uh, we were born again and instilled them into our lives. And here it is 26 years later. And, uh, you know, hey, we're debt free, living, <laughs> living in abundance, pay masters of the gospel, right? And so you don't have somebody in front of you teaching this that don't have it. You been there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Right? Pastor Ed and Debbie, they, they you know, they, they, they grew up underneath this, you know, and, 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 and uh, yeah, they, hey, they right up the street. Right? <laughs> My whole staff is living in, the, in, in, in our hood. Right? And me and mama ain't paying for it. Under this teaching, they've learned to elevate. Come on now. But there's things we're, that we got to look at and examine to understand. Now, if you'll stay with me now, because I, I, I really believe this is, this is your breakout. I really believe this is your moment. I really believe by the time I leave here Monday, that you will have imparted into you financial life-changing power. See? So uh, it says 
Our first session, you must understand, Rich, or a mind change. And I gave you three, and I'm going to give you three each session. Number one was you must understand it is God's will for you to be rich. I mean, it, it, you know, you got you to settle that thing. And you can't, and, and your will, you, you won't understand it because Pastor Jonathan says it. Right, right. The, the only way you can understand, understand that is by meditating in the Word day and night to observe to do all that is written therein, and then you'll have power to become. See? See? We were having a family reunion in that 14 months that uh, we were obedient to be at my mom and dad's house. And uh, we were having a family reunion, and uh, my brother-in-laws were there, and, you know, and I got five sisters, you know, and, and so on and so They want to they wanna, uh, go down to the gym and play basketball. Well, I, I'm better than any of them, right? I'm just telling you. And so they want me to come. I said, I don't want to play. What are you going to do? And, and I got my Bible in my hand. Now, you got to understand, that Bible went everywheres with us. It went into the grocery store. I'm talking about in those early days, we, we, we didn't go anywhere because we were, we were so stretched. Everything was screaming at us that... We'd have to open it up. But my God shall supply all my needs. Recall wasn't good enough. Right? We, we were still convincing our soul. Our minds were being changed from $80,000 tax free to supernatural supply. I didn't know. That God was going to raise me up to teach prosperity. I didn't know that he was going to put an anointing of increase on my life. I didn't know any of that. I just know we need a gas. Hello? Come on, somebody. And so we had to understand it is God's will. Because people around us, well, you know, if, it be, if it's his will, Philip. Now, we got, you're dealing with the will of God now. If it be his will... He does, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't, you know. And you know the Bible says he makes some poor and some rich. See, and they take that kind of scriptures and they confuse me with it. And I'd have to fast and pray and get in front of God and get the revelation that when God says that he created some poor, some rich, he wasn't talking about that he created their economic system. He's saying, I, I created them. See, and, and you got to, you got to, boy, I'll tell you what, this is a review. This, you got to understand it's God's will for you to be rich. I mean, you got to know that. Otherwise, you'll shout amen and you'll be down there scratching the lottery ticket. Uh-oh, I felt a little something right there. Number two. 
You must understand that Jesus was never poor until the cross. That, 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 that thing was rooted deep in me from my Methodist upbringing, that poor, poor Jesus. I mean, I went to Sunday school and there was the poster of Jesus and he had that burlap sack on with a piece of twine flip-flops, a little scraggly beard. There's, there's, there's our Savior. See? And, and, and then when I started finding out, and I don't have time to go into that, you know, that he became poor, that we through his poverty could be made rich, and he was never poor until the cross. I got into that last night. And if you wasn't here last night, go back and get that. We got other places to go. And number three, you must understand that the blessing works for anybody who connects to it. You don't disqualify yourself. Your education level doesn't matter. Your marital status doesn't matter. Your color doesn't matter. Your age doesn't matter. You come in contact with electricity. It don't make no difference. Your age, your color, your... It's going to jolt you just like it jolted the next person. Come on. <laughs> now watch this. Watch this. You better, you better watch this. I'm not, I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. To connect to the blessing. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. If, if this is your church, and if this, these are your pastors, you should partner with them on a regular basis. Philippians chapter 1 says that you are partakers of what's on them. They are debt free. And they got debt free, not by me and mama paying off their debt, but by listening and doing what they're teaching you so now there's an anointing of increase on their lives, right? And when you connect to that, uh, Pastor Ed and uh, Debbie are partners with me and Mom Alberta. Every week, there's not a week that doesn't go by that they don't take a portion of how God is blessing them and sow it into our lives. Now listen, we don't need it. They need this. Right? Right? Your pastors. Every month. Here it comes. Right? And I'm telling you. See, some of y'all think this is some kind of scheme or some kind of gimmick. You know, to make the preachers. It's talking about connecting to the blessing. Do you see something on somebody that you want in your life? Then how you do, you connect to it with your seed. You ain't coming to my house and going to sit down over a cup of coffee and say, uh, make me rich. But you can connect. 
right. Watch this. A Marshallese pastor in the state of Washington. Right? I'm, I, was, I was teaching pastors how to uh, get out of the rut, being stuck where they're at, and you got to give your way out of it. You got you got to sow your way out. Out of all those pastors, one. He sends me this letter, and has a little uh, money order for thirty five dollars. And he says in that letter, Pastor Philip, I'm partnering with you. Thirty five dollars every month. Now, now you understand, $35 ain't going to change my life one single bit. But that is his seed. Month after month after month after month, he's sending $35. $35, right? And uh, I was preaching a conference, and I asked the other pastors, I said, where's Pastor so-and-so? And they said uh, he wanted to be here, but uh, something came up and so on and so forth. He, he couldn't attend, but he really wanted to be here, and he wants to get the messages and watch him and so on and so forth. And, and, and I said, well, how's he doing? He said, Pastor Philip, he got it going on. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, he's in a house that ain't none of us in a house like that. He's in it. He got a car. Ain't none of us driving a car like that. He got a church building, and people are coming to his church. Everything about his life has increased, right? Now, I didn't tell none of them. Well, because I, I know how this thing works. I know how it works. See? And you got to connect. You must understand that anybody Anybody can connect to uh, the the blessing, uh, and and it, it'll prosper you. Now, don't 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 you even think about connecting with this if you're not connected with that. Don't even think about it. Right there is your number one connection. This is just review. It's pretty good, though. So the conclusion of last night was all poverty thinking must be replaced by rich thinking. See, I left this out last night, and it's, it's so important. See? All poverty thinking must be replaced by rich thinking. See? Now, that's the mind change. And most people, most Christians, never get past session one. They don't get past that. Even though they quote 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. 
we got to get past shouting. Come on now. And get into actually manifesting this stuff. See, it, I'm into results. I'm into results. If this, if this thing's not working, I'm out. But I've been around the world several times with this. I mean, we, we, we were sent to the Marshall Islands. We went to 18 outer islands. No money. No money. We're paying for uh, the airplane. <laughs> the airplane. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and what they called the boom boom, the boat. And uh, we're, paying, we're paying for everything. And, and I tell you what, you know, we're just believing God. We're just, we don't, we don't, I don't know everything then that uh, I know now, but I knew it was the will of God. And I was connected to whatever blessing at that time we, we could see. Are, are you following? Now, uh, tonight, you can start your watching now. Tonight, <laughs> we're going into the second session, and you're going to love this. You must talk right. You got to talk rich. Come on now. You must talk rich and that's 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 easier said than done see you can shout i'm rich in church when everybody else is shouting see but now we're talking in the first session we're talking about a mind change now we're talking about a heart change it's one thing get your mind renewed but you know you we got to get this thing from your head down into your heart Come on now. Let's 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 uh, go to Matthew chapter twelve. Matthew chapter twelve. You must talk rich constantly, nonstop. Matthew chapter twelve. Jesus is talking here, and he says in verse 34, O generation of vipers. Now, when he uses the word vipers, he's talking about poison tongue, cursed tongue, death tongue, a tongue that causes death. See? Old generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things or speak good things into existence? <laughs> Somebody will catch that. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, brings forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. But I say unto you, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words, you shall be made rich. Justified. Justified includes all the benefits of God. 
See? By thy words you shall be made rich, and by your words you shall be made poor. It matters what you say. And now we found out it's a heart condition that governs <clears throat> what comes out of your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Your mouth is just the speaker of what is in abundance in your heart. Now see, you're getting your mind changed to the will of God. And you're starting to see, wait a minute here. What's up with that? Why didn't somebody tell me that? I'm going all the way with God, right? Now we got to get that thing down in your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, you're used to speaking lack. You're used to speaking insufficiency. I'm just telling you. That's what the abundance was down in there. Hey, we don't never have enough. Easy come, easy go. All that stuff. See? And all that, all that is down in there from just years of being in the world without that book governing. See? And so uh, you, you, can't, you can't just say, well, I'm just going to talk right. That's from your head. It don't work that way. It's what's in your heart. You want to find what's in somebody's heart? Put them in a, put them in a sudden situation. See if they're cussing or they're saying Jesus. I didn't mean to say that. We know in your soul you didn't mean to say that. But we got, we got to purge something here. Man, I tell you what, you know, I, I mean, I'm from Kentucky. Man, 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 I'm talking about small town. I'm talking about country boys and uh, country, country school and all that stuff. We had cussing contests. Go on and laugh. Why are you sitting there looking at me? We had cussing contests. What do you mean cussing contests? You cussed until somebody couldn't, couldn't think of nothing else to say. And then you, is what we called, you cussed them out. Oh, I done hit something now now. Y'all, y'all played that game and just on a different term, huh? Whether anybody participated or not, you just cussed them out. <laughs> See? And you, and you taught yourself how to cuss. I mean, if you're going to be a cussing out champion. 
you blankety blank blank blankety blank and your blankety blank self and I tell you blankety blank this and blankety blank that and if that ain't you blankety blank blankety blank that and blankety blank your mama blankety blank your daddy blankety Oh no you talking about my mama now you blankety blank yeah, y'all know about some of that. <laughs> Don't fill in the blanks. <laughs> Woo! Well, I need a drink after that right there. <laughs> okay. So, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is speaking. So, we have to get an abundance down here to speak right here. Right? Right? And not just an abundance of whatever. See? Abundance of what God's covenant promised to our lives. Me and my wife, we started saying, you know, we're debt free, living in abundance, pay masters of the gospel. See? And we were in debt all of our credit cards maxed out, owed the IRS, had a camper payment, car payment, mortgage on the church, everything going downhill, right? And we're changing the abundance in our heart so that we're speaking properly. I remember when, I remember when, when the Lord said, well, say it, say you're rich. Oh, Jesus. Because there wasn't nobody teaching us this, see? And, and, and you know, it, it, it felt like uh, I was being covetous, like I was being greedy, like all I wanted, you know, was just money, 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 you know, and, it's, and, 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 and I knew better than that. I knew what the Scripture said, but it, bringing myself to say, I am rich, right? And uh, decreeing it and not turning back from it, it was a struggle, see? But uh, it had to be. So the first part tonight, number four, is your confession must be a constant, I am rich, etc. right? You're going to have to speak this out. You're going to have to say it over and over and over Again, now I'm talking about power to become rich. How to become rich. You're not going to become rich God's way and without saying you're rich. See, it's, it's, the, it's the same thing like with healing. You know, by his stripes I'm healed. You got pain in your body, right? No, bless God, by his stripes I'm healed. See, 
And so when we get over into the area of prosperity, it's like, you know, I don't know about saying all that. You're saying God's will. Now, see, if you're not, if you're not established in the first three, you can't do number four. You, you're choked. Forget about it. You might as well not even come to the rest of the camp meeting. Just, I'm, being, I'm being honest. See? But you're going to have to say, I am rich. I'm wealthy. I'm a millionaire. I'm a multi-millionaire. I'm debt-free. I live in abundance. I'm a paymaster of the gospel. It's got to be your confidence. But see, right now, when you first start it, you're reciting it. And then you got to get it to where you're being financially challenged in an area, and what comes out of you? No, I'm rich. I told you about this before. You know, I, I, was, I was working that, working that, working that, and we had $500, and, and, and Alberta looked at me, and she said, you need some suits. Philip, go buy a couple suits, right? And I didn't want to spend the $500. That's all the money we had. And, and went into this suit place, and I, there was a couple nice white suits there, and it came to $500. And I went up there to the counter, and... Uh, uh, put it up there, and he said, what, what kind of credit card will you be using? I said, cash. He said, cash. I said, I'm rich. It came out of my mouth. Now watch this. The guy I'm talking about to is a millionaire. They know if you got some stuff or not. But see, that anointing of increase was beginning to move on my life. And so what he saw was rich. He's the one that invited me to his house and all that, right? Right? Matter of fact, he called me up just about six weeks ago, two months ago, wanting to meet with me, asking me. We had lunch together, see, saying, hey, what am I supposed to do in my life? You need Jesus, man. You need Jesus. See? Right? But see... He looks at me, millionaire. But see, he saw that when I didn't have it in manifestation, but I had it on me. Why? Because I kept saying it. And so when, 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 when he said, well, credit card, I said, cash. He said, look, cash. Yeah, I'm rich. It, just, I didn't, it didn't come out of here. Matter of fact, when it come out of my mouth, I was like, oh, no, I didn't just say that. <laughs> Right? Come on now. So, your confession must be a constant. I am rich. Romans chapter 10. We were there last night. Is this helping anybody? Romans chapter 10, let's look at verse 10. For with the head, man believes... Huh? Does your Bible say heart? Does your Bible say heart? Robert, your Bible say heart? Oh, not your head. 
For with the heart, man believes. Your head agrees. Your heart believes. Somebody needs to write that down. Your head agrees. Your heart believes. See? For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Right? Now, that word confession there is the Greek word homologio. Do we have that? Homologio? Did I send that? For with the heart man believes on the righteousness, and with the mouth, homologio. I didn't send it. Maybe I didn't. Uh, homologio, homo, you taught probably pastors hit that many times. Homo, the same as, like homosexual. And logo is the word, right? So with the mouth, homologio is made. Saying the same as the word says. Not saying the same as your situation says. Not saying the same as your checkbook says. Not saying the same as your family says. You have to say what God says and if you'll say what God says, it will, it will bring you, it's made unto salvation or soteria, which comes from that word sozo, which everything good that you can imagine is in it, right? So you have to step up your conversation. Come on now. Your confession must be a constant every day, throughout the day. I'm rich. I'm debt free. I'm a millionaire. I'm a multimillionaire. See? Me and Mama Alberta, we do it all the time. All the time. She'll be getting ready. I'll walk in there and say, hey, multimillionaire mother. Right? Right? See, we breaking out a millionaire. And if we breaking out a millionaire, that means we're going to jerk a lot of people up into millionaire. Yeah. Hallelujah. See? But we, we confess this. We confess it constantly. Right? Uh, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Mm -mm -mm. Let me know when you're there by saying hallelujah. hallelujah. Look at this in verse 4. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. Next verse, please. That in everything you are enriched by Him in all utterance that your utterance would be enriched 
In other words, that you would be speaking rich in every area. In every area, your utterance is enriched. Yeah, that's good. You see that? Enriched in all utterance. So all of our utterance needs to be rich. How to become rich God's way now. If you think this is bondage, if you think this is legalism, I, I, call, it, I call it how to become rich God's way. Because you speak in something, whether you understand it or not. See? Come on now. Boy, this is, I'm letting this just soak in. Being enriched in all utterance, not just Sunday morning utterance. Not just Wednesday night utterance. See? Now I'll tell you what now, when you when you when 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 I ain't talking about you going walking through Publix. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. But anytime lack raises this ugly head. Anytime insufficiency tries to dictate your life, you gotta rise up just like when that old man. That old sin man tries to rise up, and you say, no, no, that, that, that person died. I reckon myself dead to that. You got to do that with the same area of lack and poverty. No, that old poor man's dead. I'm a rich man. That old poor woman's dead. I'm a rich woman. Come on, somebody. He became poor that we through his poverty could be made rich. He's looking for somebody that will decree it. Somebody that'll believe it. Somebody Arabakaya. Hey. Huh. For the sake of time, let's go to number five. This is the fifth must. You must not say any more. I can't afford that. That's too expensive or whatever. Even if you can't afford it, even if it's too expensive for where you are right now, you don't let that come out of your mouth. You walk into that, you walk into that store and that and, and, and that, that, that price tag on that dress is more than your entire month's salary, and you look at that thing, don't sit there and say, oh, I can't afford that, that's too expensive. Just sit, just sit there and say, I'll be back for you. I, I, I'll see you again. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Matter of fact, try that baby on. Look in the mirror. Get an image of what it looks like, what it feels like. But don't let that come out of your mouth. We ain't talking about what you can afford. We ain't talking about.
can't be talking that. Make him salesman work. No, 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 that car, that's, 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 you got to move three or four cars to bring it out here to test drive. That's, that's the one. Not this one up here. No, no, that one back there. And when you see the price on it, don't, don't be shaken. And don't say, well, that's, that's, that's beyond me. Now, I ain't talking about doing something stupid. I ain't talking about saying, oh, I'm, I'm rich. And then, you know, uh, uh, borrowing all this stuff, and, and, and now you're sitting there, and the end of the month come. But you cannot, you cannot, out of your mouth, can't afford it. I've shared this here before, but it bears repeating. keeps coming up. I was in Lowe's uh, getting something this years ago, and they had a display up there, a jacuzzi display, and they had the water hooked up to it, and they had the jacuzzi going, you know, and it was, a, it was a one of those big, big guys. And in walks a father with his son, his son about this, this big. And, boy, I mean, he saw that thing. He runs straight to that thing. And he jumps up on it, looks inside. He said, Daddy, let's get one of these. See, and that dad came over and grabbed him by the arm, jerk, and said, we can't afford that. Now, see, that just planted in that kid's mind. We can't have. And I don't know what was planted in your mind when you were growing up that she couldn't have. You can never have. Come on now. Come on now. We're talking about a heart change. We're talking about no. Come on now. He preserves my going out and my coming in from that time forth. He supplies all my needs. Come on. You can't be talking rich and saying I can't afford that. I understand you don't have the money for it, but don't let that come out of your mouth because you got seed in the ground. There's more than enough harvest for that. But as long as you're saying, I can't afford that, then the angels that are bringing your harvest just... Well, if God wants me to have it, he'll give it to me. You know how many people are going to hell... Saying, if God wants me saved, he'll save me. You know how many people are going without the Holy Ghost because, well, if God wants me filled with the Holy Ghost, he'll... Come on now. Come on, I snap out of it now. I'm teaching you how to become rich. I say it all the time. I say it from the pulpit. I say it wherever I'm at. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. Now, we're just on number what? Five? By the time we get to 12, Sunday. <laughs> you must not say anymore. Look at Matthew 6.
<laughs> Matthew 6. Are you there? Verse 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What are we going to do? What are we going to do now? I mean, just what? What do you, what, what do you expect me to do? See? I've seen people do stupid stuff, stupid, stupid, with, with a capital S. Stupid stuff because of financial pressure. See? But if you'll exercise these must and you be constant with them, there's no, there's no alternative but that extreme manifestation come in your life not 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 here here and there constantly every day take no thought saying what shall we eat what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed what are we gonna do where are we gonna get this what are we gonna do where are we gonna get this what where don't say that. Don't say it. Get your praise on. Get your thanksgiving on. I know that it can be difficult to your soul. But there's a good day coming. Come on now. See, if you're willing to press through that pressure, that lack is trying to put its final hold on you, it, that chokehold because it doesn't want to let you go. Just like Pharaoh. Even after they, he let them go, he come after them. Right? When, when you make up your mind now, see, you got to be able to put down in here. Just keep putting it down in here, Chris. Just keep putting it down in here, putting it down in here, putting it down in here. Shut that TV off if you have to. Well, you probably have to. And just keep putting in here, putting in here, putting in here till finally it comes out of your mouth. You know it by heart. See? You know it by heart. I've written, you know, over 400 songs now, and uh, I don't know them all by heart. I have a telemonitor. I got a little cheat monitor that helps me cheat. But there's certain songs I know by heart. And it don't make no difference if, 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 if me and the guys haven't played it in a couple years. I know it by heart. Right? Are, are, are you following what I'm saying? Because I spent time with that. Are, are you following? And that's 
how serious are you? I believe you're serious to be in church on a Thursday night. Right? I don't think you're here, you know, just because you ain't got nothing else to do. So, you must not say anymore, I can't afford that. That's too expensive for any kind of lack conversation like that. That's got to go. John 4, 35, uh, it says, uh, Say not ye there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Quit talking someday. Quit talking someday. Come on now. Are you familiar with that verse? Put it up there on the screen for me, please. John 4, 35. Say not ye. There are yet four months, then comes the harvest. Come on now. I say unto you, lift up your eyes. Look beyond your circumstance. Look on the fields, for they're white already to harvest. Come on now. I don't believe I'm talking to somebody that you just started tithing last week. I don't believe I'm talking to people that just sowed their first seed three days ago. If I am, then get on board with this. But I believe, I believe we got some people in here that have been tithing, that have been sowing, that are partners, that are, are ready for this explosion that you know God said is yours. Come on now. Something has changed in 2019. Year of visitation. The year of visitation. Ah, uh, here we go. You know, your, your, your pastor prophet said 90 days. Did he not? Do you know what 90 means? Oh, so you've been operating in 90 days and don't even know what it means. Sarah was 90 years old when the appointed time came. The visitation came, and he visited her and did to her what he said. I believe this 90-day thing, God's about to be... Somebody shout in here. <laughs> you ready for a visitation from God? You're going to be glad you stayed with it and who you stayed with. Boy, there's something on that right there. You remember when the prophet said about this time tomorrow? A shift is going to happen. And there was one person said, how might this thing be? If God was to open up the windows of heaven, you can tell he wasn't no tither. We got windows of heaven open up. Hey! I'm about to run around this church 
when God visits you, He never leaves without giving you something. And Sarah herself received strength to conceive when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Anybody been judging God faithful? Faithful is he that called you who will also do it. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. The enemy's come at you at every side. He's tried to stop you, tried to tell you you was crazy. Tell you throwing your money away, just giving all that money to the preacher man, all that, but you went through it. You passed through the fire. You've been through the waters, but God is bringing you out into a wealthy place. Hey! Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in here in Jesus' name. Woo! Sit down. (laughs) That's the anointing of increase in the house. Ah, I got to say it now. I got to say it now. God told me earlier today that there's going to be an anointing for cars in here tonight. It's here right now. It's here right now. If you're needy, a car that's new to you or new. Right there. Right there. Hey. Oh. Ha ha ha. Yes. A nice car. A dependable car. A good looking car. Power everything. Woo! Cars, 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 trucks. What kind of car you desire? I already got seed for a car. You ain't under this anointing got seed for a car. 
we've given away or helped 37 people get vehicles. You put a dollar up here, you might, you might get the bus stop changed from one corner to the other. But if you're serious about a car, boy, when the anointing's moving, I was trying to wait to the end of the service, but it hit right here. I said it hit right here. I said it hit right here. crazy 37 cars oh, I, I couldn't even count them I just kept up with the number 37 of them mm. 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 I'm talking about a death free car I ain't talking about no payments. Well, how would that ever happen? What? Where? No, 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 no. Don't say that. I'm happy. See, when that anointing is moving like that, religious people don't understand it. They think they, those religious spies that are watching. They think they think you are under some kind of spell, under some kind of cult teaching, and that you just caught up in something they don't understand. When that anointing gets moving, you move with it. When the water is troubled, you get in it. Oh, I know you can sow all by yourself for a car. But when this is happening, and God speaks to me back in the hotel and says, Tonight, there's going to be an anointing. For cars. I come in your office and you're talking about that, right? I'm like, oh, Jesus, I already, I already know what's going to hit the plate. Yeah, I already know it's going to hit the house. See? See? Y'all might come driving in here tomorrow night with them things. Why not now? 
Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. I got to finish this thing. <laughs> See, I had no idea 30 years ago when tears were streaming down my face saying, God, where are you? I look like a fool. We've given away everything and have nothing to show for it. That I'd be standing right here with an anointing like that right there that is undeniable if you know anything about the anointing. See, most people just don't know what it's for. See? See? You following this? Number six. <sighs> you must bless and not curse your current resources. Quit damning your stuff. You understand? This old piece of junk, you just damned it. You understand what I'm saying? You must bless and not curse your current resources. Now, I ain't talking about how religion teaches this, where you need, need just to be thankful for what you got right now. Well, we're supposed to be thankful, but they're not talking about moving on. They're talking about you're going to stay there and just be, y'all be glad you got air to breathe. I got up this morning, and I was able to breathe, and he sent me on my way. Come on now. So blessing, blessing has to be out of the abundance of your heart. Right? Right? Yes, Proverbs 18.21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now see, if you just read that, then you think, you know, okay, there's either or. Either or, either or. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. But when it's talking about death and it's talking about life, it's talking about cursing and blessing. Deuteronomy 30, 19, right? Right? Yeah. I've set before you life, Deuteronomy 30, 19. I want you to see this because it'll, it'll help you understand. Deuteronomy 30, 19. There we go. I call heaven and earth 19. Is that it? I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I've set before you life and death. Now, he tells you what life and death is. Blessing and cursing. So when you understand death and life's in the power of the tongue, it's really talking about, uh, it's talking about uh, the cursing and the blessing, and it's talking about right there uh, life and death, blessing and cursing. Right? Choose life. Choose blessing. Are, are you following? That's why it says in James chapter 3, 
James chapter 3, it talks about you can't have both coming out of the same mug. Y'all understand mug? James chapter 3, verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing, my brethren, these things ought not so to be. So, number six is you must bless and not curse your current resources. And you know, this old thing. You know, no, 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 hang on. Hang on with that old thing. It's got you this far, and it may, may take you a couple more months or whatever, you know. You bless it. Bless it. I ain't talking about being a hermit with it. and Just you understand you, you're moving on somewhere else with it. You're not being a pack rat trying to see how, how long this thing will last. Are you fine? But you, you're not cursing your stuff. You're blessing it. It's important now because if you're going to be a person, he said, God says, I'll bless you and I'll make you a blessing. Then if you cursing sometimes and blessing sometimes, and then you want to pray for somebody, and, oh, Lord, bless them. Well, he wants to bless that person you're praying for with whatever the need is. But if you got salt water and sweet water in there, See that's why I can't I can't get I can't get off in all this all this junk, all this strife, all this all this mess. I can't I can't go there. I gotta keep these waters pure. So that when I bless, when I bless, results happen. Results. See? And so you must bless and not curse your current resources. And you know, I mean, you know, there you are. And all of a sudden, the refrigerator starts making a noise. What's that? What's that? And you go in there and kick that thing. See? Man, when, when, when I was growing up, man, we cursed everything. I ain't talking about cussing. I'm talking about we just spoke bad about it. Right? We had a TV back in the day when you had three channels. We had one of them big old box TVs. With the rabbit ears, right? The kind that, you know, it just start flipping and then it start going sideways. I knew how to fix it. Oh, big time on the side. Walk up that thing, bam! Oh, y'all had one of them televisions too, huh? And it lasts, it lasts, it'd do good for about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> and you have to hit her again. Right? And, we, and, and that, that thing had no choice. It had to be rolling like that. It had to go sideways because all we're doing is talking bad about it. That old piece of junk. Well, if I'm a piece of junk, then I've got to act like a piece of junk. See, you, you, you think that doesn't matter. It does matter. Jesus cursed the fig tree. See, you got, you, got, you got to be blessing where you're at right now. My goodness, there you are. And, and, and we're, in, we're, in, we're in our the penthouse. Well, I call it the penthouse. See, uh, it, it was a real one-bedroom studio that 
had one bathroom that was just so tight. I mean, if you open the door, if I'm sitting on commode and Alberta open that door, she's going to smack me right in my knees. As I small, right? And uh, it would have been real easy to start cursing that situation. We were on the top floor. You'd come, I'd, I'd preach, you know, come home. You have to park the car on the other side, pouring rain, got to walk across there, soaking wet, get in there, and the elevator don't work. Now I got to walk up all these stairs all the way to the top, right? It's real easy to get an attitude, especially when you're preaching, just got done preaching. God can do anything, right? Nope. Nope. Thank you, Lord, because I know I ain't staying here. I'm not going to start cursing this because I curse this. I'm going to end up still be there. Come on now. Come on now. And we just start blessing. No, this is such a blessing. Such a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory be God. Not, no intention of, of that we're going to stay there. But uh, while we're there, I got to keep blessing and keep saying I'm rich. Until finally one morning, I'm on my knees praying after seven years living there. See, you didn't want to hear that. But all that is on this anointing to where it don't take you seven years. All that is anointing development for the body of Christ. So it don't take you seven years. I'm, I'm on my knees. I said, Lord, we've been here seven years. He said, where do you want to go? And I knew the wealthiest place in Frankfurt, and I named it. And he said this, go. I jumped up off my knees. I said, Mom, Alberta. Now, see, by that time, we, 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 we had three of those apartments that we were renting as the east wing the west wing and for our housekeeper and so god was stretching us right where we were at i jumped up and i said alberta it's time to move she said where are we going and i named the place and she said where's that i said come on i'll show you and we drove in there and i tell you what we felt so inferior we felt so inadequate, and I kept saying, we're rich. We're rich. I mean, everything was screaming. We're in it, we're, we, we owned a Geo and a beat-up blazer when God said go. Now, if you got a Geo and a beat-up blazer, bless it. But there ain't nobody in that community have a geo and a beat-up blazer. <laughs> and we went on in there, and I'm telling you what. We went in that place, and I could. there's a two-car garage. Thank God I can pull both those vehicles in and close the door. 
Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Right? You got to bless where you are at. Because it's real easy. That refrigerator starts making that noise. Come on. It might just be something easy. But now you just, you just curse that thing. Now everything starts falling apart. Now, 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 now the stove. And now, 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 now the water pipes. And now everything else. Right? Right? Your words are powerful. <laughs> See? So tonight we looked at heart change. Right? Last night we looked at mind change. Right? Right? Heart change tonight, how you talk. You're not going to talk right without a heart change. Does that make sense? Now, did everybody obey God on this, what I'm about to bless? Huh? You sure? Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, under your direction of your spirit, you said there'd be an anointing in here tonight for cars. For transportation and in the name of Jesus this is your people's seed and I decree and I speak right now cars trucks dependable new to them some may be brand new I don't know but I decree supernatural debt-free vehicles in this house in Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Somebody shout. I love you all. I'll see you tomorrow night. Be a blessing. Come on, you can go ahead and give God praise tonight for that word that we've received. Come on, give God a real praise tonight for receiving his word in this place. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow.